0: Good morning. It's Election Day. Can you believe it? I, I have been looking forward to this day to get it over with for so long. It's a beautiful day here in South Carolina, so I hope everybody's out voting, and I hope across the nation you're out in voting. To those of you in other countries, listen, Election Day in the United States is a big, important day. So we take this very seriously. And we get out there, and we vote, and we say our bit, and then it's done with. And we wait until the next time, which will be 2024, and that's the big one for the president. But today's election is all about the local governments and the federal government, and the congressmen, the senators, the local uh, state senators in each in, in House of Representatives, whatever they have in each state, and governorships and uh, school districts. I mean, everybody's up for a vote today. So. Everyone loves to go to the polls because they know that when they pull that voting booth, what happens? Democracy is working. And over the last few days, we have heard from uh, various candidates and also the President of the United States that this election is all about democracy. If you vote Republican, you're going to lose democracy. I mean, that's the story that they're spreading at the last minute here. But in actuality, as we vote today, we are participating in democracy. We are going to the polls and we're saying as Americans, hey, this is a guy or girl that I want to uh, represent me. And we're proud of our vote. But this is democracy. I mean, if you look at how government gets changed in the, in the United States, it's democracy. Yes, we call each other names, and yes, we hate each other <laughs> during these political times. But I'm hoping that this time, depending on who takes the House, who takes the Senate, that we start working together, because you're going to have to. Too much infighting, too much political bias, too much political not, uh, stupidity, I mean, has been happening over the last couple of years. And we need to make that change. And that's why we go to the voting booth so that we can make that change as citizens of this great country. I remember um, Henry Cabot Lodge once said that we have to be very careful about the liberties that we have and, and to defend them and to make sure that that these liberties continue on. And that's why we vote, because we want to make uh, democracy work. We want to make sure that we have a say in who gets to uh, govern us, or who gets to represent us. I I have, and I'll tell you from my experience, and my personal experience, okay, I have been thinking for a long time now that when people go to Washington, D.C., they don't go there to vote for me, they go there to vote for power. And I think that a lot of Americans feel that same way. And so I think in this election, we are literally voting for people who are going to go there and do something, go there and stop the uh, overspending, stop the... Policies that are hurting us at the gas tank and at the stores and buying an apple that we can't afford anymore. That's what we're hoping this time. We're hoping that our vote makes a change. So we have to be very careful about the voting mechanisms that we have in the United States, that they are fair, that they are being counted correctly, that there is no hanky-panky or fraudulent acts because we truly believe in America that our vote counts. And over the past two or three years, we have been seeing, uh, both on the Democratic side and on the Republican side, that even politicians don't trust the voting mechanisms that are in place. I mean, even today, the Department of Justice is at about 50 different polling spots. in in states that are swing states, that the vote is going to be very closely counted. Now, we have seen, and we have heard, and we have seen videos, and we have heard uh, tapes, and we have heard the voices of people manipulating the system. We have seen that. America is not perfect, that's for sure. But if you have one bad apple in one voting spot, it can change the election. So we're watching that. As Americans, we watch that very carefully. And even though that we know that there's some hinky pinky that goes on out there, we also know that we have a say and we can address those issues and clean up those issues. Now, I remember... When I was when I had offices in the Philippines, my gosh, if you want to talk about election corruption, it's there. Voters getting paid to vote for that candidate. So if you want to see anything that's worse than the American system, it's go to some of these third world countries and look at it. Now, yesterday, Donald Trump said, we are a third world nation now by the way that we're acting. And I, at times, I kind of agree with that because what I'm seeing and hearing is politicians that are not on the up and up. Because you see, what happens is that they have this desire for power. Not a desire to help you or me, but they have this desire for power. And those are the kinds of individuals that we have to watch out for. Because we should be watching for the individual who literally does want to do something. Who wants to make change. New York is a good prime example. Where you have a governor there that wants to ignore crime as people are getting mugged and beat up and robbed and killed, even on the subways. And the governor wants to ignore that. In fact, her question was, why are you so worried about it? Well, because people are being affected by crime. So the other governor, I mean the other person on the, on the GOP side that's running on that, Zeldin, says, no, this is a big problem. In fact, in front of his house, he had he had a crime. So, we look at all of this, and there are literally people who want to go in and make a change. And those are the types of people that we should be looking at to put into office. If they're going there to vote only along party lines, and not think for themselves, and think and listen to what the people are saying, this is the biggest the problem with today's election is that they're literally going to the polls because they feel as though that politicians have not listened to them on the inflation. So what do they the party pushes abortion, democracy and the people are saying no, stupid. It's crime. It's inflation. It's that, that I cannot buy food anymore. I can no longer sup- buy Uh, electric for my house or gas for my house to warm it during these winter months. It's all of these things. It's education and how education has fallen such great amounts here in this country. It's the lockdowns. People are still remembering the pandemic and how we were locked down and we should never have been locked down. So all of these things are in play at the moment because Americans have said, listen, you guys who are not listening to me, you're out. We need people in there that are going to listen to the American people. Because that's who they represent. They don't represent the Democratic Party. They don't represent the Republican Party. They represent the people of the United States in their districts. What are their needs? And that the politician who is running today, who has been an incumbent there, have they listened to you? That is the biggest question. Have they listened to you? I love Election Day. Listen, I have always loved politics. My family have been in politics for ages and ages and ages. And so politics was always talked around the table around coffee, but today the conversation is around kitchen tables, how do we survive today, and who is going to represent us and try to get this inflation under control. And in government, the federal government, the number one deal is to get rid of all of this spending because it's overdone. When has anybody ever put in billions of dollars to hire 86,000 or 87,000 internal revenue service agents? So today, that's what's on Americans' minds, is who is going to represent us and go in there and change what's happening to our economy. Because we are not making it as, as Americans, as families. Families are having to make a decision. Do you know that 40% of Americans are behind on their bills? That's a lot of people. And it's growing every single day. By the time you hear this, it's probably going to be 50% of Americans. In fact, people are having to go out and get second jobs and third jobs in order to meet. You see, what has happened is that, yes, wage Wages went up, but time at work went down. So what good did it do? Because American businesses can't afford to hire people on an 8-hour-a-day basis anymore, so they cut them back to maybe 6 hours or 7 hours. So now they've lost that money. Even though their hourly wage went up, they're hurting because of what has happened to their time. So they have to go out and get second jobs, third jobs. Gosh, I when I do client tax returns, I see not just one or two W-2s, I'm seeing five and six W-2s on people. Because they're trying to survive, they're trying to get ahead, they're trying to make that mortgage, they're trying to to make their car payments, they're trying to buy food for their children, they're trying to buy clothes for their children, they're trying to just get enough gas money to drive to work. That's what's on Americans' minds today. Is this economic factor. Is this crime factor in education for their children. Because so far, the government that's in charge at the moment has failed miserably. So today, we're seeing democracy in action. Don't tell me that democracy is heard at all. Because when we go out and vote today, demor- democracy is in action. We are voting for the people that we want to represent us and the type of government that we want to have. I love election days. Even though I'm happy when it's over, I'm happy of, of all of the lying and the cheating and the I mean it almost looks like when you when you see all these politicians, it feels like you have a scorned uh, mate that wants to divorce you <laughs> because it's so they are so angry and so idiotic in some of their statements that come out of them. Can you imagine the governor saying, "Why are you so worried about crime? That's just a made-up thing. It's not because people are experiencing crime. They're experiencing inflation and the recession. And if the politician is not talking about those issues that concern you, vote them out of office. That's the, that's the American way. But I want to say thank you to every single one of you who went out and voted today, who are about to go vote today. I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you put a, uh, a tingly feeling in my heart knowing that democracy is alive and well and is working. Listen this, listen, this is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. Go to my website at www.lodge-co.com I'll talk with you soon. God bless every single one of you. Get out there and vote. Make democracy strong again.